you're joined again by Erin and Jay. Hi. Thank you for joining us for our 12th episode of Yes, That Actually Happened. <gasps> we are wow. featuring our French listeners today by discussing the history of the Eiffel Tower. I was excited to research this topic because, except for basic facts, I knew nothing about it. I don't know anything about it. I did. My friend told me one fact, which is like if you go all the way up to the top, it sways when you're on it, and I don't like that at all. I'm excited. I don't want. I don't want to be on something tall that is swaying. I would be okay with that. No. Mm-mm. I like things to be sturdy, and I don't want to die. I also want to encourage all our viewers to reach out to us for any ideas of future episodes. I love history, and I'm always interested in learning about new things. Find us on Twitter at YTAH Podcast, Instagram at Yesa Actually Happened, or email us at Yesa Actually Happened Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget, we also have our special episode where we are chasing history and probably ghosts. Yes. Through the streets of Grand Rapids. You'll be able to hear all the aftermath in July, and you might even have some fun clips included about our actual trip. Oh, so good. My podcast is High School Author Wannabe, where I read the books that I wrote in high school. And every Friday, we're doing a live stream on Twitch, where me and a couple of my friends talk about the queer experience. So if you look up Jay is an astronaut on Twitch, that's where you'll find us. With that said, let's get started on today's topic. It all began with the World's Fair, or the Exposition Universelle. The year was 1889, and 100 years after the French Revolution and the beginning of the French Republic. They held a contest, essentially decide on what the center of this entrance of the fair would be, and many artists submitted their plans. The Eiffel Tower was never intended to be permanent, and many who lived there originally balked at the idea of it staying after the fair. How did they move it? Did they build it there? Yeah, they built it where it is. And then they the were fair planning is just to just, like, it. take it down? Mm-hmm. Well, that seems like a waste to take it down, so I'm glad they at least kept it up. There was a lot of controversy, both on being not artistically pleasing to the eye, as well as the building not being possible, because at the time, it would have been the tallest structure in the world. I actually have a longer passage to read that was published in Le Temp by Aldolf Alfond and was called The Artists Against the Eiffel Tower. Wow. We, writers, painters, sculptors, architects, and passionate devotees of hitherto untouched beauty of Paris protest with all our strength, with all our indignation, in the name of slighted French taste against the erection of this useless, monstrous Eiffel Tower. To bring our arguments home, imagine for a moment a giddy, ridiculous tower dominating Paris like a gigantic black smokestack, Crushing under its barbaric bulk, Notre Dame, the Tour Saint-Jacques, the Louvre, the Dome, les Invalides, and the Arc de Triomphe, all of our humiliated monuments will disappear in this ghastly dream. Oh, it keeps going. And for 20 years, we shall see stretching like a blot of ink the hateful shadow of that hateful column of bolted sheet metal. Strong words from a Frenchman. And that was... like. Several chunks taken out of this whole thing. I just don't understand why they're so mad. (laughs) Yeah, it's really funny to look back now since it's such a symbol of France. Yeah, that's like... It received such hate. (laughs) You think of France, that's the, like, the biggest thing, that's like the only thing you think of. Big triangle. I 
I can see kind of where they're coming from, though. Think about it. It's, like, not similar architecture design at all to anything else, really, mm-hmm. that he was talking about monument-wise. Very different. I guess you could see at the time maybe iron structure being cold and personal, all that stuff. So yeah. I can see kind of where he's coming from. It's just really funny. It's very... Hope they're not upset now because it's staying. Rolling in their graves. It was originally named the 300-meter tower. That's a terrible name. I think it was just the basic name for it until they figured it out. In the first year, it was built over 1 million people came to visit it. Hmm. At night, it was lit by gas lamps and had light beams in blue, red, and white light to celebrate the exhibition. The tower took two years to build from 1887 to 1889 by an engineer by the name of Gustav Eiffel where the name came from. There we go. Gustav and his company. Gustav and his company were also a part of the Budapest train station in Hungary and the framework for the Statue of Liberty, Hmm. which, of course, was also a gift from France to celebrate our 100th anniversary from Britain in 1886. Cute. Gustav actually responded to those who were protesting tower by this quote. My tower will be the tallest edifice ever erected by men. Will it not be grandiose in its way? And why would something admirable in Egypt become hideous and ridiculous in Paris? <laughs> Basically, pyramids look similar to this, and somehow no one calls them ugly. Somehow, I don't know why he's comparing the Eiffel Tower to the... Yeah, a little different. But no one protests them, so they shouldn't protest this stuff either. I mean, he's got a point. Here- kind of. Kind of. Here is actually a fun fact I learned. Anyone taking a picture of the tower for their private use or enjoyment, totally fine. Professional photographers cannot take or use pictures of the tower at night when it is lit up for different occasions because it is copyrighted. You can do that? I mean, it's owned by the French city. I'm sure you can do that. Weird. But it's like for professional reasons. Like if you just went and took a picture of it and wanted to post it on Facebook stuff, that's totally fine. But like you can't use it in movies or like for professional things oh weird okay i didn't know that. it's also why you rarely see the eiffel tower at night in professional photos and things huh weird when it was completed it was about 1000 feet high and at the time it was built in march 1889 it was the tallest building in the world until the chrysler building was built in new york in 1930 is that one still the tallest building no Eiffel Tower, tallest building for 31 years. It got a bit taller when there was a broadcasting antenna installed at the top, but it still wasn't close to being the tallest building in the world. Do you have what is? No, I don't You ha- never answer my questions. I don't know what to expect with your questions. If you say, no, this one is not the tallest, logically, I would ask, well, then what is the tallest? In the world is something I cannot pronounced but it is 828 meters high it's in dubai the burj khalifa sorry guys i apologize at one point eiffel tower was the tallest building in the world that's what matters that's what matters for this specific episode it is made of iron and was pre-assembled in pieces before being joined together on the actual site which is partially why it was built so fast you can actually see pictures of like the chunks as they were coming together it is known uh, by locals as La Dame de Fer, or the Iron Lady. Uh-huh. Also, no one was badly injured or died in the building of this. So, pretty impressive. Ever? Well, I'm not saying in the building of it. In the actual construction. No one died in the construction. Uh, that, you know what? For the 1800s, it's pretty good. Because normally, like, most people just die. And then everything's haunted. I think three people died in the building of the Mackinac Bridge. 
Yeah, see? The tower was going to be up for 20 years because of a permit that the builder Gustav Eiffel had when the ownership would go to the city and they'd tear it down. One of the only reasons it was originally saved was the usefulness as a radio telegraph station. It was put to further use later in World War I and World War II. Hitler even ordered its destruction when they were occupying France. <sighs> he would. Since at the time, it was a pretty important symbol. But thankfully never happened. That'd be like when the cathedral caught on fire. Yeah. That'd be like that. It'd be an absolute chaotic. Oh, right. Also, I guess the French resistance fighters cut the elevator cables to make the Nazis have to walk up the stairs. Unfortunately, I know nothing more about that particular story. The engineer, Gustav, actually had an apartment at the top, which he invited Thomas Edison to visit during the World's Fair. He signed the guest book to Monsieur Eiffel, the engineer, the brave builder of so gigantic an original specimen of modern engineering from one who has the greatest respect and admiration for all engineers, including the great engineer, the bon du, Thomas Edison. The man, the myth, the legend. You should do a whole episode about him because he's got some really cool stuff. Continuing in pop culture, the first time the Eiffel Tower was on film was in 1898 when a short film was made from the elevator. It was called Panorama during the ascent of the Eiffel Tower. Wow, that sounds boring. I'm, yes, <laughs> movies have changed since then, but it was a remarkable feat at the time. It's like, you know, the people running away because they thought the train was going to come off the movie. You yeah. Know. yeah. There is a list on the official website for the Eiffel Tower of movies that utilize the tower in them. The majority seem to include science fiction movies, such as Men in Black 4 and The End of the World. Then there are, of course, romantic films, and since Paris is known to be one of the romantic... The biggest one I always think of is Devil Wears Prada. They go to they go to Paris. They go to... They, they, they show the Eiffel Tower. I guess I don't remember them actually showing the Eiffel Tower. I know no, she goes to Paris. Big, they have a big thing, like, where but she doesn't go up, up. But she doesn't go up in the Eiffel Tower. No, I just show it. But it's a very pretty scene. Paris and France, in general, are definitely on my places of lists to visit. Oh, yeah. Mostly because of the food. Cheese and wine. Yeah. And they've... Oh, the bread, everything. I want to go to Paris. Thank you, Ratatouille. Ah, uh, Ratatouille. I love that movie. It's the best one. Of course, another famous part of the Eiffel Tower's odd history is much more recent. In 2007, Erica Labrie, a competitive archer and advocate for object sexuality, had a commitment ceremony and married the Eiffel Tower. For what? I'm sorry. Do you want me to repeat that? You can't skim past that. An advocate for object sexuality? Yes. What? Had a commitment ceremony and married the Eiffel Tower in um, 2007. Why? I remember this because I was 17 at the time oh and it was God. weird. What about human rights first? She <laughs> first felt attracted to the tower in 2004 oh, no. and even appeared on Good Morning America in 2009 to talk about her marriage. No. I want to hear what you think. No. I. That's hear. all I have to say is no. <laughs> I figured like you would have more opinions on this. I think it's stupid. I think it's a waste of time and money and TV time. Like, what? You wanna you wanna have sex with the Eiffel Tower? No. Go to therapy. Go to therapy. That's not a normal human reaction. I actually don't didn't look into the story too much since it was more recent stuff than our history podcast usually focuses on, but I don't remember why or how she was able to get permits to do that since it is technically owned by the France. That's just like wasting your time. 
and you've gained that much traction and you're not going to do anything useful with it, you're going to marry a tower? <sighs> okay, sure. Yep. All right. You do that, I guess. Other darker history... Although there were no deaths in the building of the tower, there have been 366 deaths between 1889 and 2006 when suicide nets, cameras, and patrols were installed. There may have been others since then, but that's the, the official number we have to work with. Franz Reichert died in 1912, jumping off the Eiffel Tower. Although he wasn't trying to commit suicide, he was testing a homemade parachute. He is referred to as the Flying Tailor. His initial tests with dummies were a success. He got permission to use a dummy on the Eiffel Tower, decided to be a test subject instead, and unfortunately, it did not go as planned. Weird. Okay. According to the website for the Eiffel Tower, they estimate about 6 million people climb and visit it every year. They have three public floors, which can be accessed by a combination of stairs and elevator. They also have a great collection of photos that show how the view and surrounding city has changed over the years That's when it was cute. first built. They have, like, a bunch of articles on there. It's actually really cool. That's so cute. I know it is on my list of places I plan on visiting, and we already discussed you wouldn't go to the top. Would you at least visit it? I would like to go. I might go to the top, but... I wouldn't be happy about the swing. <laughs> At least you'd visit a couple floors. I'd, uh, I'd probably go all the way to the top because I'd be like, well, I flew all the way here. I have to go up. But I'd just be, like, angry about it. If anyone wants to sponsor us to go to Paris, we will oh, happily accept. please. Well, everyone who listens in France and other listeners as well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Drop a comment on our website or social sites letting us know what you think. If you have further questions or would like some source material to do your own research, you can drop by our website where we have posts of articles, books, and websites where you can dig deeper into a topic. If you'd like to support us and get more access to fun notes, doodles, bloopers, and bonus episodes, find us on Buy Me a Coffee and Patreon. Thank you again for listening and stay tuned to our next episode which will come out next week, and be about the odd history of wine. Ooh, okay. And make sure you give Jay's high school author wannabe a listen. Yes, please. Bye. Bye.